Hey everyone, this podcast is part of Story Mode, the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. You can support us and gain access to other great exclusive podcasts at patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Uh, getting in there. Hi, everybody. Hello, everyone. My name is David Bell. Mine is uh, Tom Ryman. And we just watched the new Mutants. The new Mutants. Yeah. Mutants. Woo. What's the last thing you remember, Danny? He said we had to run. The reason you survived is because you're a very uncommon girl. You're not alone. Not anymore. Do you know what mutants are? So, so new. Such, such, such mutants. Oh, so fresh. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Okay. Okay, Tom. Mm-hmm. So this this has been what, like uh, fifteen years in the making? Yeah, at least a quarter century. Uh, yeah. No, they filmed it in 2017. It was supposed to come out uh, in 2018. Got bumped uh, several times, famously. Uh, first because of bad test screenings, they wanted to do reshoots, and then Fox got bought by Disney, uh, which which just threw the New Mutants even further into into uh, let's say limbo. Uh, it was supposed to be R-rated. It was, yeah. Uh, and then the pandemic happened, and then they were like, fuck it, here's the new mutants, and the world was like, no, thank you. No thanks, we're all set. And then it just <laughs> limped out on streaming like nothing happened. Yep. Like someone who, who just like threw a fit and uh, like threw a table across the room and left a party, mm-hmm. and then like walked and in then later like nothing happened. Like nothing happened, yeah. So, uh... Yeah, Tom, how'd you like the new mutants? Oh man, what a question. What a question. <laughs> um I think there is I think there are good ideas in this movie. Yes. Um the execution overall is did is not good. <laughs> this yeah. This, all right. Um you can see where there was a good idea here yes, for sure. One hundred percent, yeah. Uh but the movie predictably so is broken yes uh and i don't know whose fault it is because i I, it didn't seem disjointed necessarily like i followed the main thing that was happening i have i certainly have some questions yeah but like it wasn't like me like what's going on you know it's like okay i i generally know what's going on but it just felt like badly edited uh and like kind of weird and rushed Mm-hmm. And and yet also very dull at times. Yes. Uh, it was, and, and there's like a lot of weird, like, uh, okay, so the plot of this movie is a young girl on a, uh, and her, her like, her, I forget what Native American, she's Cheyenne? I think so, yeah. She, uh, her, her, her town explodes. Uh, and her dad brings her to a tree trunk and he's like, I got to go help. He didn't last long. <laughs> he immediately gets killed. <laughs> he returned to sender. He gets rejected, uh, and, and, and thrown into the woods and then she gets knocked out 
and she wakes up in this facility um, uh, that is run by a single person. Yep. Uh, just one person. Uh, and they spend the whole movie being like, how do we get out of here? And it's like, I don't know, maybe like maybe beat the shit out of that one person yeah. they, they like third act they're like what if we attack her and it's like yeah no shit yeah it's that's, this one uh, that's what you should do yeah it's this one doctor who puts a force field around uh this old abandoned like school it she looks, wakes up it looks like danvers it does a smaller danvers but yeah yeah uh and and they fil- she i mean wakes- they filmed it in boston oh really yeah yeah, Massachusetts is filled with abandoned asylums. Uh, yeah, I, it was I, it was I, it was filmed at Medfield State Hospital. Wait, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> I think I fell to, through the stairs there. Um, I've 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 like done like the urban exploration. I mean, it's yeah, it's a haunted of several ass abandoned <laughs> asylums. <laughs> There's yeah, no, no doubt that this is a haunted ass building. I can't believe that. I might have been in that building. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, 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 so she wakes up and the breakfast club is there. Yeah. Uh, and they all have accents. <laughs> Everybody's doing an accent. Uh, and maybe they're doing okay. Uh, it was the sheer variety of accents. It felt like, it just felt very like, I don't know, theater where it's like all these people doing accents. And again, I'm not, I'm not even judging the accents. Uh, and I'm sure maybe they're based off characters who had accents in the comic books. Probably. Uh, they don't show powers for a long time. Not really. No, we we they, get they, well, we get to see um we get to see cannonballs right up front because he chains himself to a block yes. and is sipping around the yard in a hilarious demonstration. Yes, uh, it, they wake up and they're like, "You're a mutant. Your family's dead." And she doesn't really question it. Mm-hmm. Uh, she doesn't say like, "Where are the police?" How did I get here? Yes. Uh, and then they just throw her in into like, all right, here's your here's your new friends. And one of them is mean. She's the mean girl with a puppet. Yeah. Which that's magic. I don't know. The, yeah. Magic puppet, I guess. Well, no, no, I no. Have, the character's name is magic. Her name is magic. <laughs> yes. Jesus. I, I have a lot of questions I mean, about. I mean, they her just call her in the, in the movie. She's just Ileana. Um, right. She was apparently kidnapped by Slenderman. I think that's uh I'm fucking this up I'm sure. I think that has something to do with like the Shadow King who is an X-Men character and maybe okay. they were planning on introducing him. Yeah, they needed to explain that more. Uh I mean, I think they I think they were really hoping for a sequel. Yes. It was one of those things where like there was enough suspension of disbelief that I I didn't like it didn't like get in the way, but it was just like what is this? What is all this? Uh and and then there's uh, hot guy, uh, <laughs> yeah. literally hot guy. Yep, it's, uh, uh, a hot Brazilian guy. Yeah, there's werewolf Stark, uh, and there's uh, Stranger Things, mm-hmm. uh, Kentucky Stranger Things, and yeah, they're all they're all like these broken teens who clearly like had hurt somebody. Um, I couldn't understand how long any of them had been there because there was like scenes where they were like revealing stuff to each other. Uh, and it's like I this just, has never come up before. Yeah. yeah, where it's like it's it's yeah, it's very. I don't think again they, disjointed. Don't, yeah, I don't think they had been there too long. <clears throat> I it, that yeah, that's the impression I got. Yeah, uh, magic is like racist. 
She is like re- a real piece of shit. <laughs> the first thing she said, well, she the first thing she's like, "Magic, go throw her, show her around the grounds," and she takes her out into the front and says, "You're my lookout," and spray paints the fountain in the front. And I'm like, "Are you? You're not going to go a little farther to do this vandalism?" Okay, um, but at that point, I didn't realize there was only one person guarding all of these kids. Yeah, uh, and 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 then she she says um, to quote because she uses the wrong term here. She says, what kind of Indian are you? She says, Cheyenne. And she goes, I wasn't really asking. And I'm not sure what that means. Uh, like, I don't know. That's, that's not an insult to ask. Um, she words it in an insensitive way, but I wasn't really asking. It's like, okay, what? Well, what, what the fuck are we even doing? Here? What's the point of this exercise? Yeah, yeah. We learned that there's a, we will learn two things that there is a t- uh, force field. Mm-hmm around the school yes and that magic can teleport yep and i figured those two things might relate to each other or at least be uh reconciled and they aren't uh she could create like portals yeah she can literally go to another dimension they keep adding to her powers as the movie goes on yeah that's i mean it's it's a little less bewildering if you're familiar with the characters in the comic right uh as she can do there's not a lot she can't do um, apparently it's, it's just she she has like she's a crazy powerful mutant that can use magic right. and teleport to other dimensions and do all kinds of crazy ass shit um so it is a little strange that she just can't teleport to the outside of gonna, this barrier. i was gonna say there's one thing she can't do apparently uh, it's it's crazy that they're like oh there's a force field i can teleport anyway we're stuck here yeah and, and th- she never says like oh it doesn't work on my teleportation like just a line really just a line uh but they never do that uh they take showers oh no she tries to kill herself werewolf stark talks her down they establish a romance between those two um they uh uh yeah there's showers we learn that uh werewolf stark is like from an extremely religious background yeah and a priest burnt a w on her yep for i assume witch uh and she killed that priest yes. we learn that magic has sword lightsaber powers uh and it's just really slow for a while <laughs> yeah that's kind of the that's kind of the bummer scenes kind of end abruptly too yeah they do the attic scene with the lie detector <clears throat> mm-hmm. and like the conversation feels like it's getting going like uh, magic like calls someone out for lying yeah she calls out the scene, she calls like, out roberto for lying about how many women he's been with right <clears throat> and then we learned later that he burned his girlfriend to death yeah which was pretty funny yeah it's pretty great uh and so like weird shit starts happening uh the the the, the people's fears start manifesting mm-hmm uh, and I guess it's a twist that the mutant whose powers we never see, who's the main character, turns out that's her power. But also uh, creating a giant bear is also her power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The big demon bear. A fear bear. The fear bear. Yeah. That's an entirely, yeah. that's, believe it or not, that is a separate character in, in the Marvel comics. I mean, I do believe it <clears throat> because those are two extremely different powers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> They try to st- like. I thought they were trying to show that like, oh, it's when she's sleeping, but I think she's a she's awake for the first demon bear attack. She's, a, she's just awake when the demon bear kills her entire family and yeah. community. So none of it makes a lot of sense, yeah. and it's a lot of people in rooms having shitty conversations. 
um, being like, so what's your backstory? What's your backstory? Hey, what's your backstory? And mm-hmm. like, we get a lot of, yeah, backstories. Uh, it feels like it's like half of this movie. And then like some creepy shit happens, but it's not really like, it's not really well done in terms of horror. Uh, so I thought some of it was kind of cool. The burning, uh, the burning girlfriend, the burning was girlfriend well was cool. Um, but it's it's the not scene, shot for horror. The scene in the mine I thought was cool. Um, oh yeah, where they all look at him, where they start all the... turning to look at him, and you can't see them because they all have their headlamps on. And again, this all felt like pieces mm-hmm. of, like, oh, I bet this could have been done in a more horror way. Yeah. Then the CGI Slenderman show up, and I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, whatever. And then they they see each other's fears. It turns out because they all start fighting the Slenderman. Yeah, they just get manifested. Yeah. Also, the Sm- Slendermen are wearing like disco like outfits. Like they're wearing like silk shirts. Yeah. They look like Johnny Cash. Yeah, with just with just these weird smiling masks on. Yeah. Apparently, I'm reading that's supposed to be uh, uh, Ileana was uh, in child slavery, and those are supposed to be okay creepy that, guys uh yeah what yeah what i assumed there was something really insidious there yeah and that, that, i assumed that's what that's, what that's that supposed to be the slender men were manifestations of her fears of them not literally what right they uh, that's not like. what they literally looked like no i'm sure but you know you get it but, you get it yeah and so they slowly figure out that they're actually there because they sort of imply like we're here to be just like rehabilitated so we can join like the x-men or something uh they never again there's no orderlies there's no one there that one of the teenagers has to be like the entire kitchen staff yeah Uh, like like three quarters of the times we cut to uh roberto who's that guy uh he's washing dishes in the kitchen yeah (laughs) it's like he's perpetually washing dishes that's it that's all he's doing uh and again it's just this one lady and she i don't know how she's handling all these kids with powers uh she she keeps doing like classes for them and taking their blood and it's revealed that she's working for essex and like she's trying to find potential weapons uh that she can then ship over to them not sure why they can't just go there in the first place i don't know and uh i again i don't know who brought this girl here again it's a staff of one person which seems like a bad idea yeah uh, particularly when you have like all of these crazy powerful yeah. mutants who like don't uh, entirely know how to control their powers yet magic says like she's killed 18 mm-hmm. uh ma- yeah and then and then uh and, and so like sh- and so like she's clearly like kind of a sociopath yes and at any p- I, I was like why hasn't she killed this lady yet like you'd think that's like the first thing she'd do because this again it, it would make sense if this lady was like super powerful but she's not not really she can make force fields she gets she her the, the thing that like ultimately begins her downfall is getting attacked by a werewolf (laughs) and i don't know in the x-men universe if you can't handle a werewolf how can you handle these five mutant kids yeah how can you handle any single one of these kids (laughs) right um and so like they uh, (laughs) oh 
Yeah. It's, 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 I mean, I guess the reason she doesn't is because she's a good person. But basically, at is her core. she okay? That's the idea, because then she gets a. They figure out what this girl's power is. She can manifest your fears and use them against you. Um, and the Essex Corporation, who is like literally looking for like evil weapons, are like, yeah. nah, we don't want that. I was well, like, they take you the don't? DNA. Yeah, they take the DNA, and then they're like, terminate subject. So she takes her back into like the secret lab. This is the funniest part of the movie because she's, she straps her down to the table and then before, like knowing how powerful this mutant is, yeah. uh, starts, starts ex- basically doing a villain monologue of how she's about to kill her, like put yes. her to sleep. She's talking about like put, uh, she was a vet and she's put, she put animals her mom down. Her mom was a vet. Oh, right, right, right. And he's talking about how their dog went, went mad and bit the neighbor's kid and had rabies so they had to put the dog to sleep and she's telling her all this before she's like turned the knockout gas on right and then she starts to unfold and unzip a body bag yeah it's like what are you doing what are you doing you how like how are you so incompetent yeah uh and uh, surprisingly this girl never uses the doctor's fears against her not once no not a single time. Uh, seems like a no-brainer, but instead, uh, Werewolf Stark, who at this point has had a like a romantic relationship with this girl, mm-hmm. um, is like scared for her. She uses her werewolf nose to smell her out. Goes through the vents. They've est- they more than established the vents. Yeah, uh, and <laughs> she just jumps down on her. She just <laughs> falls out of the ceiling on her and just starts ripping her face. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like oh. She gets fucked up by this little werewolf. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Uh, yeah. And then and then she like limps off or something. I forget what happens to the doctor. She limps off. Yeah. yeah. And so then she brings her back. Uh, they she all right. They, they she gets knocked out twice, which felt inefficient because then they confront the doctor. They all are like, she's actually going to kill us. And that's when they're like, oh, let's kill her. And it's like, yeah, yeah <laughs> no shit. Uh, so they finally like confront the doctor and then she puts them all in force fields, uh, and starts monologuing there and starts like suffocating our main character. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, and the main character passes out and that creates the rage bear and they like really sweatily explain it where they're like, you see the bear is her worst fear. And yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense because until this moment, they were like she manifests other people's fears. Also, they, um, yeah, they they had to fight Slenderman for a while, mm-hmm. uh, which again, I'm I'm confused about. Yeah, I'm very confused about like because she's awake for the Slenderman, right? She doesn't have to be asleep. Yeah, I guess I guess not. Because she's not asleep she in the beginning when yeah. the bear kills her reservation. But like, I feel like at one point in the script, she was supposed to be asleep for it. Because they have a scene where they're watching her sleep and mm-hmm. she's doing all this stuff and then someone experiences their first... Like, it reminds me of um, <laughs> Sphere, where, like, the, the, the thing in Sphere, if you remember, is whenever Samuel Jackson's asleep, his dreams are manifesting, uh, spoilers yeah. for Sphere, this, uh, this, this fucking squid. So, like, they seem to, like, be cutting it in a way that they were showing, like, oh, she's sleeping. But then they kind of, yeah, they don't really do that. Uh, so the bear comes and just mauls this lady, just gobbles her up. 
Mm-hmm. And then, like, the bear's still there. <laughs> and so this felt like a reshoot or a rewrite or whatever or they I don't did. Think they did they, I don't think they ever did any Oh, you're reshoots. right. This must have, this just felt like so the a climax, different movie. Right. The climax of the film is these kids fighting a giant bear. Yeah. Completely That's unrelated. That's the climax. Yeah. Completely unrelated to most of the movie. They're just like, we have to fight this giant bear. And magic, yep. like her dragon comes alive, which also yeah. not entirely sure about that. That's Lockheed. I don't, again, if you're like in, if you're familiar with X Men comics, you're just like, oh sure, that's Lockheed. Sure, I'm not though. So <laughs> yeah. I need to know why her puppet dragon suddenly becomes a real like cartoon dragon, like a poorly animated. I think Lockheed exists in another dimension. I forget what his deal is. Yeah, he's nor he's normally with Shadowcat. Sure, not with Magic, but. Yeah, Magic has this puppet. She talks through it, and it seems like it's a coping mechanism. Then she talks about how she created purgatory to put people in um, or fight them in or whatever with with her puppet. And then she goes through the portal to fight the bear. And when she comes out the portal, the dragon's just alive. And so her and this dragon start fighting the bear. And I'm like, okay, I need to know why this is happening. Uh, Because... Like, here's the thing about X-Men is that I'm sure in the comics it's explained, but in the movies, they're actually pretty good of having consistency in the powers. Mm -hmm. And this was, they just kept adding shit. And it was like, okay, so she has like a flaming sword and oh, okay, so I guess that dragon's alive now. Uh, So can she just do anything? Like, I just, I needed to know someone, I needed someone to say, this is what her power is. It's kind of hard to explain yeah. precisely what she can do, but it's she has sorcery powers. Right. She has a, she has a, the soul sword. She can use teleportation discs to travel through other dimensions. She can do fucking anything, pretty much. Yeah, and I wish there was some someone explaining that to me. Uh, and then just think think of her like a wizard, basically. Yeah, I guess. But like X Men doesn't have wizards until this moment. <laughs> they sure do. I mean, the comics do, but again, yeah. the movies have always grounded it a little. Well, like, well, the movie, the little. movies have always, yeah, they, they've tried to make them into more. How is this like a power we can we can use to beat up a bad guy on screen? Right, and they're also, but they're also genetic mutations. That's the whole idea. So sure, I know it's just <laughs> them having an explanation. I just needed the idea of like, oh, this mutant, you see, she can manifest things from her mind on her body or something like that, where it's like, oh, she has teleportation and the ability to like, like, it it felt like a combination of like Mystique and uh, Nightcrawler at first, where it's like, oh, she can sort of like morph her body and teleport. And that's how I got a handle on it. And then the dragon came alive and I was like, okay. (laughs) I'm not sure anymore what I'm seeing here. What She's magic? I don't know. I don't know. How her name else to is Magic. It. Yeah, and I mean, and she does magic. She is magic, right? So yeah, no, no, I understand that now. It just seems it's like cheap it's, as hell in the in the the universe they've established, where it's like I guess, we're taking I mean, your blood and and we're in labs and we're trying to f- take your genetic. Uh, mm-hmm. abnormalities and use them and it's all science based and then they're like oh and this is a wizard <laughs> and I'm like wait <laughs> hold, hold on listen listen her mutation gave her the power of wizardry yeah <laughs> you're a wizard <laughs> yeah like like you got Hagrid's DNA right you know how this was handled elegantly 
in other Marvel films is Doctor Strange, is that they spent a whole movie kind of establishing that there's another side to the coin. There's the extreme science, and then there's the extreme magic. And like, there's a great yeah. clash between Tony Stark and Doctor Strange that's essentially science versus magic, and who can who can solve these problems. And so they do the work to make us believe, okay, like it's magic, but it has rules still. Uh, sort of. Yeah, I mean, there's there, there's sort of rules. There's enough bullshit. There's enough, there's enough rules to how it functions yeah. and, and everything. That you believe it, that you're like, okay. And then they have people like Tony Stark not sort of buy into it at first. Uh, and so, like, I, you know, they did a good job at that. This, they just sort of say, oh, yeah, there's magic. Uh, yep. And I, I couldn't catch up. And so they fight the bear. Uh, and then she comes awake in the church. Oh, I take it back. This is the funniest part of the movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, is it when Fire Guy gets stomped into the ground and leaves no, a cartoonish a- imprint? <laughs> <laughs> no, but that was pretty funny. No, the yeah. part I was thinking of is when she wakes up and looks at the bear and shouts, no. <laughs> yeah, and that works. She just scolds the bear. Yeah, and the bear's like, aw. Uh, and, and, <laughs> the bear's like, and they And again, the idea is like, it's supposed to be her overcoming her fear. Yes. Uh, but what the problem is, is the only thing we know about this character and her fear is the thing she says out loud to people about it. We like, yeah. we, you know, what would have been a better we, idea if mm-hmm. all the nightmare stuff was happening to her throughout the movie. Right. We really don't know who she is. No, she spends half the of the movie. We don't asleep yeah asleep yeah we don't know really anything about her no like we know she tells a couple of stories uh about her dad but that's it yeah like we we just we just we don't even know what her fear actually is we just know that the bear is a manifestation of it right she tells a story about how inside us there are all there are two bears which i believe is now a meme but uh uh the the or the two wolves or whatever it doesn't matter uh and one bear is like your your goodness and the other is your fear and the one that you feed is the one that has the most control or whatever yeah that's that's it's it's a there there are many different versions of that same saying but the idea is the same it's just it's just you you're you're at war with yourself constantly right and her dad part of yourself that wins is the part that you feed yeah and her dad told her this early and she it seems like a positive thing her dad told her and the bear represents not being afraid and then at the end, there's a giant bear, and they're like, "It's well, her midway, fear." And I'm like, midway, "What?" Midway through, she tells a story about the necklace that she's wearing, right? Um, and how it's a different story about a bear that her dad told her. Her dad really liked uh, to use bears as uh, uh, parables, I guess. Yeah, if yeah. I'm using that word correctly, her dad was really into bears. Um, he says something like. She was really afraid of the dark, and he right. he basically told it's 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 the the two bears thing still. But he's like specifically in that story when she's talking about getting the necklace. Um, the bear starts he, small he, and gets bigger the, over and time. Gets bigger as you get older, yeah. And he made her that necklace of a small bear to remind her that the bear started out tiny um, when she wasn't afraid of anything, and it's sort of supposed to be like a talisman for her when she gets scared. But yeah, that's. Also, that's literally all we know. Like all we know about her fear is that she was afraid of the dark as a child. Right. I would that's also, it. I would also argue that 
the bear starts big and gets smaller as you get older, but maybe that's just me. It, I, I think, it, I think it goes small, big, small, small, big, small. I could see that. Yeah, because when you're, yeah, well, because when you're when you're a kid, you're scared of some stupid shit like goblins. Right, and that's stuff. what I mean. Big, you start. It starts big because you're afraid of everything. Yeah, it gets smaller because you've learned uh, th- to do yeah. drugs and like yeah, not care. And then, yeah, and, you, and you've learned like mummies aren't real. Yeah, and um, then big again when you realize all the other things that right, happen when, in the when world. Like, right, when like mortgages and 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 bankruptcy and poverty and cancer and stuff right. you start to realize oh those are things that are probably going to happen to me and then i think small again when you're like one of those like uh, uh like crushingly old people who just doesn't care mm-hmm. who just walks through traffic because it's like fuck you all uh, yeah. but maybe i don't know the, the yeah. point is that i don't <laughs> think the bear cha- like the size of the bear is one to one with aging, but yeah, all we know is these bear uh, fucking stories, Analogies, and then the, yeah. and then the bear shows up and it's big, and like again, like <laughs> big is a it's a bear is Titanic, yeah, and again they <laughs> like, never they this didn't this is a monstrous bear they didn't establish that this character is grappling with her fear she just talks about fear a lot but right, never and she has and she keeps having nightmares about the night her dad died and that's pretty much it right and that's understandable you know uh y- you would have nightmares about your family dying uh, right after yeah. it happened so she doesn't seem to have a fundamental problem with fear and they don't show her getting terrorized by like things no, that she's manifesting i think the idea here is that she's because everybody like the two bears thing is kind of like the 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 point of the movie like every character in the movie is wrestling with some amount of guilt or shame right over their over their powers or 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 over just what happened to them like iliana uh, feels shameful of of having been a child slave right um uh but everybody else like um stranger things what was his name sam yeah, he killed he, his he, father. He killed his dad and most of his dad's crew because he accidentally collapsed their coal mine. Um, Roberto set his girlfriend on fire. Um, <laughs> Wolvesbane, uh, what's her name? Rain. She got Wolfstark. religious she, shame. She's, into- yeah, she, well, she's d- devoutly religious and the fucking, she went to the priest for help and he branded her. Yeah. So she killed him. <laughs> yeah. As you do. Yeah. Also, he just had a W brand. Oh, yeah. that's <laughs> All priests have that, man. What if, you know. You never know when a witch is going to show up. That's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's like, it's usually like in the attics covered in dust because they haven't used it in a while. <laughs> yep. He just had one. Oh, shit. This is a dumb um, movie. And then, and then obviously the main character, Danny, uh, uh, feels shame and guilt because i think deep down she knows she was responsible for what attacked her uh reservation and killed everybody i guess Um, she doesn't seem to bear friend so you because she keeps saying i don't know what my power is and is that the idea because they keep saying like i think you know what your power is or like magic keeps like pushing her uh yeah and And so the the idea at one point is like it it was her I that, think so. Okay, so that was that was actually something I had a note for. Okay, that this felt that makes sense. What you're saying makes sense, but I think in the movie because it starts with her that doctor being like it was a tornado and mm-hmm. lying to her, and yeah. then because and she says like I but it was growling. I don't think it was a tornado. 
Uh, and then later, she's like, the doctor's like, you know it wasn't a tornado. And it's like, you're mm-hmm. the one who said it was a tornado, not her. She you put was that the- shit in my mind. Yeah, she was the one who was saying, like, I don't think it was a tornado. So that seemed like, I don't know, a missing scenes or something. Uh, because, like, it was literally the doctor. I thought the idea was they were trying to, they knew that it was her what her powers were. Or well, they, they think, caused, or I thought it was like, oh, they killed her village or something, um, and so they were yeah. they were clearly saying it was a tornado to lie. But then she like gets mad at her. The doctor does later for saying it's a tornado, and it's like, isn't that what you wanted her to believe? Uh, I think. Again, I think there might be missing scenes. I think that's supposed to be a mask off moment. Okay. You know, because it's like we at this point we're starting to learn. Like I think this is this is this is the scene where we first kind of get the inkling that uh, the doctor is uh, bad. Right. I mean, depending on how you m- watch movies, because I got the inkling the moment she was shown in the movie. Well, uh, I mean, I'm I'm talking about in terms of what the movie wants us to, what the movie is saying, uh, what the characters are saying directly. Because I mean, there's other hints like they keep talking about. Like she, she very vaguely refers to. You'll get sent to my uh, my superior runs a facility where you get sent to, and every and they all assume she's talking about the X the X Men and Charles Xavier. But if you uh, if you know anything about the comics or have watched the other movies, you know that fucking Professor X would not run a facility like this. Yeah, well, that's the thing <laughs> so, is, so you know it's bullshit. I hope they didn't think it was a twist because the it starts with you're in you're in jail. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and it's like, well, yeah, I, this is going to be about them escaping because what yeah, else would it be about? Yeah, I, I think I don't know if it was necessarily supposed to be a full twist, but rather just you're not sure quite the the source or purpose of what's being done. Oh yeah, I guess I. So that I didn't. It's more have of that. a it's more of a mystery on that end. Here's here's um, here's what but you I do. mean the whole. Yeah, the whole time I was still like, oh, this is Mr. Sinister. Yeah, this is totally Mr. Yeah. Sinister. Here, here's what you do. You make the facility not haunted looking. She wakes up in what seems like an actual like hospital or what feels like an X-Men-esque place, right? Fully mm-hmm. staffed. Uh, with So there's an element of like, you know, uh, logic to how it functions. Because again, mm-hmm. waking up in an abandoned facility with a single lady... Who's just like, hi, I'm the doctor. I'm here to help you. It's like, well, clearly you're not that. Um, Create a situation where it seems like they can get out, but they can't. Uh, Like like something's happening to their brains, like some psychic thing is happening. Create a friendly environment. So it seems like we're actually watching a movie about these characters in a facility that wants to help them. Because not for a second did I believe that this facility was there for their own good you know oh hell no hell no they didn't really do a good job at that it was so shady uh she nobody ever says hey what's with the fact that you're the only employee here no one says that (laughs) how did she get there did that woman did did, like did essex pick her up and just drop her off there i guess that has to be i assume so yeah yeah (sighs) i mean yeah yeah (laughs) i guess the only it would have been better to do it that way. Yeah, I guess the only argument you can make is that um, what Mister Sinister uh, Essex, um, his name is uh, Doctor Nathaniel Essex, right? Uh, what what he's doing is super illegal. 
So I right. guess like well, oh, he, oh. He, he just has one mutant running but this facility you know, to keep a low profile. You know what would have been a cool twist? Like the mm. reveal that it is still just one mutant and everything else is an illusion. Or something like that. If right, was like, yeah, that would have been cool. If yeah. there was like nice orderlies that it was like, you can talk to me, and they like trusted, and then it's revealed, no, it's, it's all one, this is how this person monitors everybody. Like it's mm-hmm. all one person or something like that. There's creative ways to do that that isn't this haunting facility with a force field around it run by a single lady who is sketchy as shit. Um, <laughs> and like they drug her, and it's like, why didn't they do that before? Um, they check their, I love when they're being attacked by Slenderman and one of them's like, hold on, I'm going to check my files. <laughs> it's like, you, okay, this seems <laughs> yeah, abrupt. She, she, she looks at her file. Yeah, it's true. like, it's, it feels like there's more pressing matters, but the plot needed her to do that so she could say, oh, it's Essex, actually. Mm-hmm. It's just a messy-ass film. It is a messy-ass film. There's good ideas in it. There's good ideas in it. And, and, and that's the thing is... And I can't stress this enough. It's also dull. Uh, it is. It really is. And that's a shame. Like there's some, there's some, there's, there's, there's a couple of good horror ideas in it. And I was like, oh, this is an interesting, this mm-hmm. is an interesting idea to do an X-Men movie. Right. Um, and uh, I thought, I mean, I liked the cast. Um, yeah. A bunch, it's a fucking bunch of people who are going on to have tremendous careers. Yeah. You know? But uh, yeah, man, it's just, it is, it's very slow. It's also um, confusing. Um, why does her... Not, not fe- super confusing. Well, like, it's the little things. Like, why does her fear power manifest magic in the pool? Uh, like, how sentient is her fear powers? Right, that's a weird thing. Yeah. Oh, that's, uh, I know why. Okay. I know why. Um, it does, her, the character, Danny's power can manifest both uh what you want and what you're afraid of okay they should have said that but yeah yeah her, her character her character's called mirage i think okay. in the comics it's really it's it's that they don't they take for right, granted yeah, they, they really don't explain that <laughs> they, they, no. they they lean entirely on she can manifest your fears they don't explain uh, any powers and like the other x-men don't necessarily do that either but like for example it's like oh here's storm and then she makes a tornado and it's like, got it. <laughs> like storm, got it. The weather, mm-hmm. weather control, got it. And it's like yeah. nice and yeah. simple. Cy- Cyclops, yep, yeah. I'm right in there. Yeah. I got you. Like, okay, <laughs> it's weird that ge- genetic mutation makes laser eyes, but I, I understand what they I mean, can do. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Like- <laughs> it's, it's just, it's understanding what the powers are, uh, which they don't explain. And so like some of I the think- powers are straightforward. It's like, oh, you're a werewolf. Got it. Yeah, I, I, the, in this movie, really, it's just it's it's uh, it's Ileana and Danny's powers that kind of needed some explanation. Yes, yeah. And I get that the movie's like the movie's plot is essentially figuring out what Danny's power is, or rather, like realizing what Danny's power is. Right, but by the end, so I'm I, still not sure what the power is. <laughs> no, I'm sure what the power is. They just didn't explain that it, she can also manifest like things that you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, they like just your, say your, your wishes or whatever. Yeah, they just say she manifests your worst fears. She just says they just say fear and, and that, bear, fear and bear, and bear and giant demon. Do you bear. think that, was that like the a character is called demon bear yeah. in the comics? Was that was it like a brain typo where she meant to say like do a fear and then it was a bear instead? 
Mm-hmm. And there's like, oops, that was supposed to be fear, but it's bear. So I can you know fear what? We, we, got, we devoted uh, 25 pages in this to this bear fight. So yeah. not going back. Yeah. The bear fight isn't well done. N- no. It, it, sh- <laughs> it could have been. It could have been, but it still wouldn't have been good in the movie. The Slenderman, I don't think, are very good either. A lot of the like superpower scenes felt shot bad. Uh, like not, um, I, not- I liked, I liked both times uh, we get to see Cannonball do his thing. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't bad. I, I thought it was very funny the first time we see him whizzing around in a circle. Oh yeah, no, I was talking about like when he just he zooms down the hallway uh through the slenderman and they're just in pieces yeah that was cool <laughs> i thought that was dope and then when he knocks the demon bear's tooth out right this <laughs> they they kind of do this thing with the slenderman where they can't decide if it's they're gonna be a horror movie or they're gonna be hench like faceless henchmen like it felt like and i i don't want to put this on the director and writer felt like the studio might have been like yeah but they gotta like fight people right and it's like, uh, I guess, yeah, I guess the smiling guys can like suddenly multi multiply and they have to like fight them. And yeah, it's like, I, I mean, don't know, maybe her fear can manifest as a giant fucking bear. And then they fight like uh, it felt like it was some sort of uh, conversation where it's like, I want to do like a creepy atmospheric horror movie that focuses on relationships and like mm-hmm. character. And they're like, yeah, but they got to like fight things. And it was like, oh, okay. I guess they'll fight yeah. stuff too. It really, all they really had to do was have a fight between them and the doctor at the end. We didn't need a bear. Yeah, we didn't need a bear. Um, make the doctor more powerful. Make the. I mean, you could. She could fuck some shit up just by doing the force field stuff. Yeah, that's true. She could have done enough there. Yeah, that would have been enough, I think, to make a a a, a compelling f- uh, final showdown. Yeah, it it felt like it just they didn't it didn't feel like. I don't think they knew what they wanted it to be. I think there was a lot of things thrown around in the pitch process. Mm-hmm. They probably said right. like, oh, it's like the breakfast club. And then it's like, but, uh, it, but it still has to, it still has to be an X-Men movie. Yeah, and, it's and it's like, that's kind that's kind of the idea is that it wasn't going to be an X-Men movie. Right. And it, so it doesn't devote enough time to anything. And unfortunately, yeah. a lot of that is spent with the characters talking, but since the characters aren't fleshed out enough, uh, you don't care. Like I didn't really care when they're playing truth with the lie detector because every conversation boiled down to what what's your origin, what's your backstory, yeah. yeah. And so they spent so much time on that, and it was like I get it. It felt like it was repeated a few times, uh, like be, different. Like I feel like the 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 pyro guy. It, mm-hmm. it felt like like when they're in the pool, and he's like, "You don't understand." It's like, "No, I do understand." I figured out what your deal is. You know, it, it, they, it's like they were scared people wouldn't understand the backstories. I don't know. It's just a real fart, you guys. <laughs> it's just a big old, big old fart. So, yeah, it's like the horror elements. It's, it's, I, I guess it's a frustrating film because, like we said at the top of this, some good ideas. Yeah. Mostly a bad execution and not a great script. No, no, it it needed it really needed to to figure out what it what its focus was. Like the base idea, we keep saying, it's a good idea. Like this is a good idea. Well, okay, let's yeah. Do, let's do it. Let's do an X Men movie, but make it not really a superhero movie, and make it kind of like 
uh, like an insular horror movie. Yeah, I think when I saw the trailers and why I heard what this was going to be, my assumption was that it's a bunch of students in a facility that isn't sinister, that is maybe run by the government. I knew Essex was probably going to be the thing, but I thought Mm -hmm. it was going to be more about like almost an evil neutral where they're like, look, we just got to contain you guys because you are in fact too powerful for your own good. Like, Mm -hmm. and that's a good idea is how do you handle the mutants that are too young and impulsive to handle their power? You know, like, you know, we, well, in in some States we don't give kids guns that early. Um, (laughs) You know, it's it's that thing. It's like, if you have the ability to kill people with a thought, how do you handle those people before they can control themselves? Uh, and so I thought this was going to be like kind of a horror movie about a group of kids with powers that haunt them and each other. And like, are, and like I like the idea of the mystery of like, what's going on? Something's happening here. But there's not really a mystery there because it happens the moment this this girl comes in they establish oh she doesn't know what her powers are and then all this shit starts happening and it becomes very clear since they all keep giving their backstories because i think they were really worried that we wouldn't understand that these fantasies were their backstories Mm -hmm. uh it becomes very clear what her power is she can manifest fears and bear and then bears is i guess the twist and then big bears huge bears so like i like i like the the that i that idea of like mm-hmm. and here comes one mutant that does something and it riles up the other mutants and the other mutants with their powers who are trying to control become like you know start fucking the place up too uh but yeah it just sucks it just didn't work no it yeah it's just it's just it's dull and then the ending is just the, the climax is like what is this yeah <laughs> the climax is shocking and yet still kind of dull because it's not i don't think it's particularly well done even for like the action side no not really like i was like you know that's when the bear fight happened was when i was looking at my phone the most i think because i was like this is just noise yeah and it was it's, it's a shame too because you're like oh sweet I, I we get to see a fucking we're gonna see like magic in her full armor yeah nope. no <laughs> we're gonna see uh we're gonna see like we're gonna see like cannonball and sunspot fight nope no he does what he cannonball knocks his tooth out and that yep. just immediately gasses him and then sunspot gets stepped on gets stepped on <laughs> and again like cartoon outline of him like womp womp like fucking wily coyote <laughs> yeah he really does get yeah. wily coyote and then the girl shows up and she goes no bear and pets the bear and then we didn't even <laughs> she talk literally about- says no yeah and then the ending Bad is they all bear. just leave the school yeah they just walk away from the, the shambles yeah. of the school where are we going i don't know right i don't even know what kind of sequel that would create like i, I, I thought because of the name and i'm not advocating necessarily for this ending because they kind of did it in the in the origins movies but i was expecting the last shot to be the fucking x-men plane like landing or something like that like the idea that like the x-men no, are like I'm, looking I'm at their computers like there's some crazy shit happening over there <laughs> we right, should probably think, like, check it out 
you think like Charles would be able to sense this shit was happening, yeah. but maybe not. He goes in Cerebro and he's just like, giant bear, what the? <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is happening over there? Ah, <laughs> uh, we got to get to, we got to get to Massachusetts. There's a giant we, bear, apparently. We got to get, we got to get that bear lady. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we gotta get, someone's going to snag that bear lady and it better be yeah, us. Better be us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Colossus, yeah, it, isn't that your fucking sister? How yeah. come you never told us about her? <laughs> Yeah, there's just it, uh, apparently the sequel would just be them wandering around some more. I uh, assume the sequel would be like Mister Sinister coming after them. Yeah, them fighting Essex, breaking out yeah. more mutants, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. Yeah, but we're not yeah. gonna get any of that. No, most likely not. I, I mean, I mm. hope not. I hope all these actors are like, if they get a call, they're like, no, I'm gonna go get an Oscar. I think I'm gonna go do like acting stuff. Because I think they're, I think uh, the ones I recognized, I think they're all capable of becoming yeah. like really good actors. Yeah. Uh, no, definitely. And, and putting this film behind them. Yeah, yeah. I do hope that they try. This, this was, this was a failure. But I do hope that they continue to try to do more outside the box things with superhero movies. Yeah. Well, they're already they're doing the multiverse stuff. I hope that's. Um, uh, but I, you I hope mean that genre. turns out to be sweet. You mean yeah, genre yeah, wise. yeah. Like really, and like really not going for like the traditional superhero movie structure. Well, if you remember, you just reminded me of another X Men movie that we had similar problems with, which is Logan. Because yeah. Logan, the whole idea was there, like it's a gritty Logan, like Children of Men, like he's on the road and he's old, and oh, oh, superhero fight. And it's just like, well, f- the fuck you. This is just the same thing. But you just like it is, yeah. painted it with like a grittiness. And that's yeah. what it is, is these movies, they can't help themselves. Some producer yeah. rolls into the office and goes, ah, we need like a fight in there. And they're they like, gotta fight somebody. Yeah. Put a big ass bear in there. Yeah. And that's the thing is whenever they try to do something different, ultimately it just becomes a superhero film because and like part of me gets it. Because uh-huh. I think for a, from a producing perspective, I'm sure the question is like, well, why are we even making this then? Like, why are we giving them superpowers and stuff if they're not going to fucking uh, uh, boom, 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 explosion, explosion? You know, like, I don't I don't I don't think it's a good uh, point of view, but I understand mm-hmm. the logic in their brains, which is they're that still, like, yeah, where it's like, still f- what's Go that? Ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, it's like, if someone's saying, we're making a superhero film, but it's a horror movie, you can see a producer being like, well, pick one, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. why are you doing the two, just make it a horror movie then? Because they don't understand. No. Yeah. I don't know. It's, you can do a superhero movie that doesn't end in a big fight scene, like, uh, uh, weirdly, Deadpool 2. Yeah, Deadpool 2. Dead, Deadpool gets away with, I think certain, it's sort of... It, re- it reminds me of like um, people like Charlie Kaufman, where like I think there's certain filmmakers who can get away with certain things because they've been tested and they, it's been clear that they can do that, right? Yeah. Um, and so, for example, The Joker, not a good movie, but it was <laughs> it was doing it it was doing the thing that we're saying, but it was doing the things we were saying. Why don't more superhero movies do this? Right. Um, yeah. It's just the. It's just Joker is. Oh God, we've we don't talked have enough about Joker. We don't have to talk about. I, it. I was just. I was. I was laughing. Just one of my. 
of my favorite memes it's just the screenshot of joaquin phoenix in that movie where he's like smoking a cigarette in the uh in his social worker's office and then somebody adds the caption i am going to become the joker <laughs> beautiful what a stupid movie what a stupid movie but but it at least did the thing we're talking about of course it does yeah it's, um, he just did taxi driver but yeah and it's not with, a good without version it, with without any of the uh awareness that uh taxi yes, driver it's has self-aware taxi driver <laughs> yeah. um and it doesn't understand the joker it seems like but again that's that's going through the movie the broad idea of the movie it's like Correct, oh yeah um and so like it's weird and that movie made all the money so it's weird how they didn't think of this but i also think there's something with disney and marvel where they're like look fuck all that we're just making Mm -hmm. blockbusters like we don't want to do we're not trying to do the like art house superhero film we have no interest in that um at at least that's what i assume with them is that they're just i think the the way they do different is they do like multiverse stuff and they do weird plot stuff but i Mm -hmm. don't think they're ever gonna like really do a genre movie I just I don't think they're going to allow that. I think they're going to they're going to always uh do something dumb or not dumb but do something superhero-y. And so oddly enough DC is the <laughs> is the people who might do this more, right? Cuz Joker worked out so much for them. Um aside from Deadpool because I think Deadpool gets away with it, right? That's the they yeah. it, they they resisted for so long. And yeah. then they finally did it and they're like, they made all the money and it's like, it doesn't get through to them. That's like, yeah, if you make like a genre superhero film, you'd be able to kind of breathe new life. You can do other things within it. Yeah. Yeah. What should they do that with? You're the, you're the expert on the comics. Oh man. What? That's a tough, I mean, yeah. uh, that's a tough one. You could, you could do it with X-Men. I think X-Men might be the easiest one to do it right. with Dr. Strange. We're going to see how, multiverse of madness turns out but i do know that the original writer director scott derrickson left the project right. uh, be- because they wouldn't let him go as far with the horror as he wanted to yeah so that's not a great sign and, and <laughs> same thing with edgar wright is yeah. they don't want to go too strong they, they the directors have to sort of conform to the look um it's well look at look at the failures in the past another example would be fantastic four josh trank mm-hmm. um where they what keeps happening every time is they it's like a game of chicken they veer away at the last second josh trank is like i'm making like a cronenberg thing and they're like yeah 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 and then they start seeing the footage and they're like yeah yeah no 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 no, no. and it's too late and then they produce a broken film because at the last minute someone dove in and was like stop (laughs) what's weird is i've heard that um one of the most memorable sequences of that movie, Dr. Doom walking down the hallway, blowing dudes heads up was not Trank. That's very funny because I was about to amend that with, yeah. I don't like having seen uh, Capone, <laughs> not going to, not going to say the Trank version was going to be amazing. No, no, but it did have some cool, like when Mr. Fantastic wakes up after first getting his powers, that was like a cool body horror scene. Yeah, but I'm sure Trank also, he seems like, I don't know. Uh, again, I saw Capone. Uh, yeah, we saw Capone. <laughs> I've 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 seen. Uh, I've seen I've him seen, with power. Yeah, but I, I've seen. Uh, I've seen Chronicle. It's it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's totally fine. The only it's thing. Fine. Yeah, it's just the first found footage superhero thing. That's it. Yeah. Uh, 
so I think there's there's definitely a balance there too because they have to get the right person to make it. Like this director, uh, Josh Boone, didn't he do like the, the Faultner, F- Faultner stars. stars? So it's like we're gonna make like a horror X Men. Let's get the fault in our stars guy. And so like it is possible that like it's not just producers here. Well, Maybe I think it was stuff- his. I think it was his idea. Yeah, yeah, he wrote it. Yeah, yeah, he pitched he pitched this to Marvel. And I don't know. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to say you can't make a horror movie if you've made this other genre. Obviously, sure. Yeah, obviously. But it's a team effort. A, a piece of shit like this is a team effort. Is my point. And oh, so, yeah. like, it's like these nervous executives, uh, plus maybe a fairly new director who doesn't quite know how to control it, or maybe doesn't quite know how to pull it off, or maybe just gets overpowered by these executives. You know, is a pushover. Um, I don't know what it is. Uh, I don't have teleportation and invisibility powers yet. And so like, I can't, I can't watch. I can't, I can't, I don't know. But but, yeah, the point is that Marvel seems very nervous about this idea. Yeah. And I think they, I don't know you're saying there was no reshoots for this, right? No, no reshoots were ever done, but they clearly cut it to shit in post. Uh, it, yeah, it looks there. There are parts where it seems like there is a scene missing. Yeah, <laughs> um, and again, it was supposed to be R, and it's like yeah, yeah. And you can um, see glimpses of that, like uh, um, Ileana says "fuck" like in the first briefly. scene she has, and then it's uh, it's pretty bloody. <laughs> yeah, when uh, when the doctor gets her face werewolfed up. Yeah, and then there's also shower scenes, which I. I didn't know. It was like, come on, guys. They're like yeah. teenagers. <laughs> like, they're supposed to be teenagers. Why they're are you doing to this teenagers, to me? They're supposed to be teenagers. So it's like, Why I'm, are you doing I'm, this to anybody? This is, right. Yeah. Like, it's just like, dude. <laughs> the fuck? Not into this. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird. Uh, yeah. It's so, like, I don't know. It, it, uh, yeah, I think it's a hard thing to pull off. Unless the studio fully commits and they have a director who like really convinces them of a vision, right? Like, yeah, I, it's, I think, yeah, I, I think maybe it, the idea here isn't fully realized. It's yeah. a good idea, but it, it still feels kind of nascent. Yeah. It, it, like it, it needed, so, it needed to be developed a little more. Right. It makes sense why like, uh, not Jed Abatow went to DC and was like, uh, Joker, but taxi driver. And they were like, oh, we get it. You know, like, I see why Joker was made, because it's a very clear, concise thing to get across. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, and it, it seems like it would work. Or when, in the case of Deadpool, of course, it was just the internet. Like, he just leaked that video. The internet was yeah, like, their, hey, their what the fuck? Footage. Yeah, this is great. Make this a movie. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, okay, I guess we'll make that a movie. Like, there right, needs- here's, here's $40 million. It made how much? Okay, let's do yeah. a sequel. <laughs> And I can see with Wolverine because I bet Hugh Jackman they had I bet Hugh Jackman was like I want to do this, and oh, they were yeah. like okay well we weren't gonna have a Hugh Jackman back so let's do this you know like there, it always feels like there's a amount of power behind it and like and like a very someone who's very passionate and like a, you know already has some pull um, yeah because mm-hmm. otherwise we get this where it's like uh, they they start to do it and then they they get scared. And then they like cut it out and they don't make it R anymore. And then it's just a fucking mess. Yeah. It's a mess. It's a mess. Don't watch it. That's it. That's it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, watch it if you're curious, I guess. It's, yeah, it's not, I am, it's a bad, messy movie. Um, 
I and I, I am somewhat I am somewhat astounded at some of the reviews I read when it was released. Um because a lot of people were calling it like the worst movie of the year. I'm like, I don't think that's accurate. No, no. People are really hard on this movie. And yeah. I would say proportional to the amount of time it took to make, it's a very bad movie. Uh, yes. However, as just a movie, it's just dull and kind of mediocre mm-hmm. and not very interesting. It didn't like, it's, it's not like, it didn't like offend my senses. Uh, right, like X Men Origins Wolverine is a worse film, I think. Yeah, probably, probably. Yeah, I would say so. I would say this movie's not any worse than that movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think we've talked for way, way, way too long about this movie. We've talked about this movie for almost the length of the movie. Yeah, I knew people wanted to hear our full and complete thoughts on this, though. Mm-hmm. We'd, we had a lot of people. People were suggesting we watch this on our, and this is a good transition, Tom, on our Patreon.com Friday Night Movie uh, watching. People were yeah. saying, let's watch The New Mutants, and I say no. <laughs> <laughs> it is not interesting. I'm sorry. It's not a fun movie to watch, no. Yeah. Um, yeah, if, if, if you're perked up right now and you're like, what? Patreon? What? That's mm-hmm. you. Uh, you go to, you go to <laughs> patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed, uh, and you can, and you can get, uh, for $5 a month, you can get exclusive podcasts two two a week. Tom and Jeff watch Batman and Fox Mulder is a maniac. Those are mm. two podcasts we do exclusive on our Patreon. Uh, and, and for $10, you can watch movies with us every Friday. Uh, there's a discord, there's like a community. Uh, and then there's tiers above that where you can like make us watch movies that you just want us to watch, uh, and produce podcasts. And it's, it's great guys, folks, uh, everyone. It's great. It's great. <laughs> um, we also have a store at tpublic.com slash store slash game for employed. You can get t-shirts, masks, mugs, stickers, all kinds of stuff. We just got a new, uh, Fox Mulder design. It's great. Uh, it is very, great. very, very, very funny. Uh, check it out. Um, and yeah, uh, uh, do do the things. Do the pa- do the Patreon. Yeah. Hang out with us on Fridays. We watched the Assassin's Creed movie this last Friday. And we God did. damn, was that a boring movie? Yeah, not making a good case for our standards. We're like, we won't watch the New Mutants, but Assassin's We're gonna watch Creed. Assassin's Creed. But I mean, then we watched the A Team and the Losers. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we uh, we got to watch the Snowman. To, we should probably watch this to top off our Michael Fassbender uh, remember, shitty movies. Do you remember in the A Team when Quentin Rampage Jackson just body slammed a man onto his head and killed him instantly? You know, folks, <laughs> if you're gonna do anything, rent the A Team. Fast forward to when uh, a man gets body slammed into a shipping container and dies instantly. <laughs> it's Only an incredible film. That though that like five seconds where a guy on a motorcycle flies like a fucking flying squirrel off the motorcycle like a, like a Valkyrie he like takes out a knife down. the the movie makes it seem like we're about to see like a boss battle and then he just picks the man up and body slams him to death <laughs> and those five seconds are so much better than the New Mutants yeah yeah really yeah. <laughs> 